Hey there, I'm Ian. And I'm Rachel. And we want to welcome you to our Building Contenders podcast. Here we share messages, sermons, and our weekly conversations to equip you to contend for the kingdom of God. We hope you enjoy it. Blessings. And um, and there's times, I think I've found the last kind of few months challenging for various reasons, like challenging. And, um, you know, even recently there was a, a challenge I, I came, I hit against. And, and you can feel like there's times you can actually feel, hey, Canada's joined us. <laughs> whoop, whoop. Um, welcome, Julianne. Uh, and so sometimes when you're walking through things that you can actually feel that one of the tactics of the enemy is isolation. And sometimes you can feel I'm the only one. Like you, you see this in scripture a lot, especially with Elijah. And I love Elijah. He was a wild man. <laughs> Burns Ranch. And uh, <clears throat> so... So I, I think there's times we hit stuff and um, whether it's circumstantial, whether it's family stuff, whether it's personal stuff, and you think I'm the only one dealing with this and this is hard and I'm out here on my own and I'm I'm on my own, I'm isolated. And yet, um, and, and I had actually felt that a little bit personally and not that I'm alone, You've always got me, love. I've always got you, love. <laughs> but just, you know, when you're walking through hard stuff, it's just, you don't really want to be walking through hard stuff. But you, you, this is what happens in life. Anyway, all that to say is I was just sitting with the Lord this morning. And, you know, that scripture of Elijah in 1 Kings, um, where is it? 1 Kings 19. You know, when the Lord says to Elijah, Elijah, what are you doing? And uh, Elijah then lists off all his faithfulness of, to God and all that, you know. And it was this sense of I'm, I'm alone, I'm afraid, I'm isolated. And look, God, I've done everything for you. Look what I've done for you. And the Lord said to him, uh, I've actually, you know, there is like another 7,000 I've set aside who have not compromised, who have not bowed the knee to Baal or kissed Baal and or Baal, I don't know, <laughs> however you like to say it. And I think my encouragement, I think for myself and the Lord was encouraging me and, you know, I want to pass on that encouragement is that we often, I think we are in, um, there's times these times I think are difficult because there's so much shift happening and transition happening. And it can really uh, shake, shake us, even feel like our foundations are the, what do you call those plates? The tectonic plates are shifting. There's a lot of global unrest and all those things. And um, you, you know, you can feel like, goodness me, if you listen to people, if you listen to the wrong things, yeah, seismic shifts, uh, you can get discouraged. And I, and, and here is my encouragement to you and to myself. Be very, very careful what you let in to what you listen to. Be very choosy in who you have around you. 
and and what you watch and what you listen to, whether that's political, whether that's rants, whether that's all that. Because the Lord, the Lord's caution for me is like I have a there's a there's a huge number of people who are still pure in heart, who have not compromised, who have not bowed their knee, who have not deconstructed me to nothing, um, who have not gone so extreme <laughs> in liberal beliefs um, that they're no more recognized. I have I have a people who are still pure in heart who are following me, who who actually are following my word. And, and I think for me, it's it's a really good reminder that we're not on our own. We're not isolated. Um, yes, many of us are going through difficult things. And, um, you know, but to, just to remember, you're actually not forgotten. Like the Lord is with us and there there is people there are the the church is still full of people who are pure in heart and who are fiery ones who are chasing after God, um, you know. And I think that's why it's really good to be around those people, those fiery ones. And even this morning, you know, at church, um, it, it was just great to hear testimonies of God's goodness and how He heal people and save people and had like power encounters with people and that's the stuff for us is we have to remember who who it is we're actually chasing and who's chasing us um you know i think it's good to remember who god is um because we're often so presented and challenged um by our circumstances and i think to stay steady uh, and feeding ourselves on his goodness in the midst of that, you know? So. Yeah, I mean, it, it, we don't do a lot, <clears throat> do a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I think this, we're, we don't spend hours together sort of planning what we're going to do here mm-hmm. because the thing that has driven us over the last 15 years is that when we're sharing we want to share from where we're at, not from where we were at, you know, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Well, you know, I was walking through a terrible trial six months ago. <laughs> yes, <clears throat> but I'm Lord, okay now. I'm okay, hallelujah, okay praise now. the Lord. But yes. what you get is you get to witness who we are in process. Yes. And in the process is, you know, we are um, having to cope. Mm. I think it's it's having having to come to terms with the fact of even greater things going on and that that's not always like really easy when some mm-hmm. people who have been with us for a decade or more have decided they're going to listen to other voices mm-hmm. and and that's hard and can feel a little bit like betrayal but at the same time then you know certainly in the last couple of months we've had hundreds of new people sort of like come on and say yay mm-hmm. you guys um so it's really i think getting used to growth and getting used Mm -hmm. to all that which is which is incredible but um, i I think to rachel's point the reality one of the things that we're coming against is that we're addicted to apocalypse not incarnation Mm. 
So we, as as a, as as humanity, we are addicted to the to the notion of apocalypse, and that the earth is dying and the earth is falling mm-hmm. apart, and it's been like that probably for as long as mm-hmm. human beings have been on the earth. Um, that it's in in many cultures, in many places, many countries, many people groups. It's this notion mm-hmm. of the earth is burning, and we need to. Yeah you know, prepare for the worst. We need to prepare for the apocalypse coming, whether it's in, mm-hmm. you know, Mel Gibson's movie Apocalypto or, you know, some of the some of the some of the teachings and practice from ancient civilizations, which was like, well, the earth is going to die. And even right throughout the Middle Ages, it's like, well, you know, we're heading for worse and we're going from from worse to worse and the earth is going from worse to worse. And what we have mm-hmm. is we have an entire um spirit behind that the spirit Mm -hmm. behind that is this spirit of politics and religion that wants to keep people fearful Mm -hmm. and fear just to be absolutely clear has no place in heaven there is no place for fear in the kingdom of god you cannot get love through fear and love is the only Mm -hmm. currency in the kingdom well it's not the only currency there's hope and all that joy joy and all that but you know what i mean yeah like like love is kind of like the quintessential nature of who God mm-hmm. is. God is in fact love. He is mm-hmm. not a different characteristic that produces love. He is just love personified. Now we don't get to interpret that love through our uh, 21st century Western <laughs> mindset. We don't get to interpret that if I love you, I have to accept what, you know who you tell me you are or what you tell me you do or anything like that. I don't have to accept all of that. In fact, for me to love you means I will not stand with you on lies. Mm, um, you know, good. so so there's there's all of that. We don't just get to interpret um, what is agape, mm-hmm. um, agape as we would yeah. call it in the UK, but agape, what we, we would describe. We don't get to interpret that according to our, mm-hmm. um, you know, family of origin or anything like that. So. Um, so fear has no place in the kingdom. Yeah. So I, I, I want to say that if I could say that 365 times, I would say it because that's how many we're told. That's how many times we're told, do not fear in scripture, mm-hmm. that fear has no place in the kingdom. And I want to just say that over each one of us right now, that whether you're afraid for the future, whether you're afraid for your finances, for relationships, for your health, mm-hmm for breakthrough in your for career, you <laughs> for where you live, any of those things, whether you're afraid, please do yes, not. Yes. Fear has no place over yeah. your life in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. That there is simply no place for fear. Mm-hmm. It is not a tool that's used <laughs> by the enemy, right? Or Sorry, it's not a tool that's used by God. We cannot get more of the kingdom yes. by using the tools and weapons from the different kingdoms. So our weapons have got to be, you know, prayer, joy, peace, all that kind of stuff. We, yeah. We've got to believe this. There's a, there's been a, it's kind of just one of these places. I don't know how to, I don't know how to, um, I don't know how to explain it. How to explain I don't where know my head's at. Where I my head's at. <laughs> I don't explain where my head's at. I find myself incredibly sensitive to the negativity at the minute. Yes. Like incredibly sensitive to sort of that fear, negativity thing that's going on. And the problem is that there are believers that are mm-hmm. cooperating from a spirit from a different kingdom. 
a political and religious spirit that is from mm -hmm. a di different kingdom and has got to stop. We have got to stop fear-mongering. In fact, in one of the mm -hmm. versions of uh, the book of Revelation, so it says that fear-mongers will have no place in the kingdom, mm -hmm. that there is no place for fear-mongering. And I, I choose to believe that God is good, that God is good all the time, um, but he's just really saying that, like, if that's you, don't bring it in here. Mm -hmm. You don't. You don't actually get to bring that in here. Um, you know, I had a little chat with the Lord this morning. I didn't go to church because I wasn't feeling super great this morning. Um, and uh, a little, you know, little chat with the Lord, and and it's this sort of paradox thing that's going on with me at the minute. So, mm -hmm. um, and and part of it is, part of it is truthfully like being stretched in a number of ways, you know, mm -hmm. just being stretched um, by doing things and pivoting into things mm -hmm. and doors opening that we're walking through that um, we're kind of going, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Really, mate? You sure? Yeah. Um, so, you know, and even even our, even our calendar starting to fill up again and all that, it's like, okay, here we go. Um, so, I just felt, Lord, here, here's, I don't, I tried to explain it to you earlier. So let me see if I can get this. There are times in my life, and I bet in every single one of you's life, that you've been pushing forward on mm -hmm. certain things. And at some point, it has been so um, hard. Exhausting. 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 That all of a yes. sudden you hear the Lord telling you it's time to just not do that anymore or to take a step back yeah. or to, to rest or whatever. And all of those things are great. But like we're we're pushing forward mm -hmm. on all cylinders. We're trying to pioneer, 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 and it's exhausting, right? And then there's times like this. I was I was with the Lord this morning and just remembering that this is not the first time we've been here but it might be the first time we don't back down. Mm -hmm. It might actually be the first time that we're saying, yeah, I, I know this is difficult, but, but you know, and I felt the Lord saying, I'm not going to give you what I'm going to give you because you're working hard, but I expect you to work hard. Mm -hmm. Now that, that feels like I'm, I'm not going to give you what I'm going to give you because you're working hard. Like it's his grace but I expect you to work hard. Like mm -hmm. that's part of the kingdom thing is, is working, you know, working hard, doing things unto the Lord. Yeah. And, but it's really this grace thing that comes on. It's the grace <clears throat> that comes on us whenever uh, we just don't say, well, this was tough. And I'm not talking mm -hmm. about like relationships or, you know, I, I'm a great believer that marriage should never be hard work shouldn't be it should be a joy mm -hmm. um, but but i think it so is not, so my point is i'm yeah. not talking about our marriage or something, you know, <laughs> oh it's, it's hard work it's tough living with this one. Oh my goodness no help idea. us jesus <laughs> yeah i i think you know we talk about revival we want revival we want to see revival we can smell revival we can, the Lord's give this promise, this promise, this prophetic word. And we're like, yes, yes, yes. And then as God prepares us, even for some increase, like all of us, I think when we 
when we start to get blessing, when we start to actually see increase, even incremental increase, it's so stretching that we do have a tendency that, to let ourselves off the hook and to say, oh, no, I've done enough up to this point. I'm, I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm stretched enough. Are you really stretched enough? Because I think we are incredible I mean, if the Lord says you're capable of doing this, you're capable of doing it. Um, and I know our circumstances may be difficult, but if God's saying you can do this and I'm actually going to make a way for you to do it, then surely he's actually telling us the truth. And But it just might be harder than we think um, and harder because we actually are being stretched Um further than what we want, you know? And I think, I, I think I've said this before, but you know, when I was younger, um, a few, like last year, <laughs> no, when I was like in my twenties, you know, and, and I started to come into the prophetic and people would prophesy over you and they'd say, I really see pioneering on you. And I think this is fantastic, brilliant pioneering. We're going to be out there pioneering. And actually, <laughs> And I, as we're pioneering, <laughs> I'm like, dear Lord, help us. You know, it is uh, hard work. It's hard work. You're out there uh, and you're telling people, come on, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. And you're, you're pushing boundaries in yourself and around yourself that are harder than you thought and, um, and yet more amazing. So, um, so, so yeah, it is this being stretched and, and it, it really is, uh, yeah, you are out there alone a lot of time, especially in leadership and in pioneering. Um, you're looking a bit crazy because you're actually talking about something that may not even be uh, in appearance yet. You're calling something that is not as though it were, and you're speaking about it. And, and I know many of you know that, like we talk about building a modern monastery for um, poets and prophets and the, art, the artists and mystics. and mystics and the Daniels, you know, um, in California. And that's like... Oh, that sounds amazing. If somebody could come build it for us. <laughs> um, but, you know, God is faithful. But I think for us, our journey is really we have to protect our, ourselves from even the Christians who are talking about the World War Three and, and the earth going to hell in the handbasket. We have to actually know that no matter what comes um, at us that God is a God of hope and a God of strength and a God who always says before he does anything in scripture do not be afraid <laughs> you know like the Messiah's birth and he says to Joseph do not fear don't be afraid I've got this God has I love what Benny Johnson used to say God's got this um, and so it's it's really important what we what we let in and what we feast on, honestly. And I think I've really learned a lesson this week, even this weekend myself, you know, 
um, not feasting on goodness is not really helpful <laughs> and focusing on all the negative things or the hard things in my life actually doesn't give me life apparently, you know, so. Uh, it, or me. <laughs> or, or doesn't give anybody around me any life. Um, it's so depressed, it's so depressing, you know, I depress myself. So, so I think it's really, really important uh, that we keep, uh, protect our purity and protect our, and I mean that not in just the physical sense, but in the, like, protect the purity of what we're hearing, protect the purity of what we're seeing and what we even, you know, even when people around us, if they're falling or failing or not doing great, making great choices, actually protecting your own, uh, like not judging, you know, not judging yourself, not judging others, but keeping your eyes fo focused on Jesus um, and hope-filled, staying hope-filled, um, I think is one of the, the most, the best work we can do, honestly, is uh, if we can hold on to our hope, you know? Yeah. Yeah, we're probably being in, around the whole notion of prayer mm. for two years now. I keep mm -hmm. threatening to do something more about it, but I can have there you go. And one of the things that it says in Scripture, and, and this is from the King James Version, forgive me, I don't always read from the King James Version. Um, and all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing ye shall receive. <clears throat> hmm. So that's the Bible. And... That's not our experience. And I think the danger is that we, we, you know, in this place of hope, in this place of building, in this place of what has God said over my life, over your life, over this modern monastery, the error comes in when we stop believing. So you should don't, don't stop, stop believing. believing. I, sorry, I had to sing that. Yeah, had to. I did. Yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would have expected that. <laughs> The 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 error comes in when we're starting when we stop believing. The interesting yeah. thing is that word believing is from the Greek word for faith, faith. Right? The same, you know. Um the 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 nuance of this word is all about trust. Mm -hmm. So it's like do do you trust him to do this? Mm -hmm. Like do where where is your trust? Is your trust in politics? God forbid. Mm -hmm. Is your trust in kings? God forbid, you know. Um, like, where is our trust? Um, because I don't think you can have faith for anything when you... I don't think you can have faith for something if you don't trust that he's going to do it. Mm -hmm. If you don't trust in his character and his nature that he's actually going to do it. So this, this notion of there being hope Faith is the substance of things hoped for. So as we sort of fill out what faith, the life of faith looks like, and, and this is important for us just this year because I think it's it's one of those things that we've recognized as a real core value for us is actually moving by faith and living by faith. And we've never pinpointed it. When, you know, we had a list of core values and faith wasn't part of it. <clears throat> um, and realizing how important faith is to mm -hmm. our journey. And um, 
Yeah, I and I yeah. Have you Just, no, no, you it, wasn't, it, it wasn't. It it was like, you know, So we watched a movie mm. last week. We didn't go live because we were watching a movie called The Jesus Revolution. Mm. Uh, we got an early showing of it, which was a, such an honor, and it sort of touched us both really mm. deeply because it was very much part of our history, yeah. even as the Jesus movement touched the UK and and people that we were involved with in our kind of history sitting around with hippies and <laughs> paramilitaries, former paramilitaries yeah. singing Jesus movement song. That's right. Um, and uh, it, it really touched us, but the yeah. whole, the, the, the whole thing for me is, is that there was so much faith in that movement mm -hmm. that you had a bunch of, young people who were absolutely convinced that God could do anything mm -hmm. and they weren't tarnished with the disappointment and fears of God not coming through. They weren't tarnished with mm -hmm. the history of God not coming through because believe it or not, God has always come through. Mm -hmm. It's just, we're not going to fully understand until we see him face to face and embracing mm -hmm. that mystery. Yeah. But but he has come through. Um, it just didn't look like it. Mm. It looked like something else. It looked like the enemy has won. It looked like something else has gone on. But I, I think there has to be something. It's interesting that you quoted Elijah. I didn't know you were going to do that. Um, or I forgot you were going to do that. But like when, when people start to go after the supernatural and say, mm -hmm. when, when they start to diminish the supernatural, particularly the prophetic, whenever you start to see a leader in a church or a movement start to say, there's no space for the prophetic here, or the worst thing that charismatics do is like, we want real prophecy. Mm -hmm. I want dates and times and all that. Like that is despising prophecy. And what we do is we actually mm -hmm. diminish it so that there is no power and no supernatural and a lot of times that's based on our disappointment mm -hmm. and our failure to trust mm -hmm. like we trust them for our eternal salvation but we don't trust them over what we think is an unanswered prayer mm -hmm. and, and I, I i just did, i think for me at the minute and i feel it as a you know i feel it feel it i'm a big feeler <laughs> um like I feel the Lord on that for me yeah. that this is a season of rebuilding trust. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. I love that scripture. I can't remember if it's Daniel or not that says, I'm actually answering the prayer you stopped praying. And and I think, you know, for me, I want to encourage you guys that the Lord wants to answer the prayers you actually have stopped praying and you stop praying them because of disappointment or discouragement or um they just haven't happened the way you wanted it to whether that's physical uh, i know some of you um are struggling with some physical uh, ailments and things and, and I think, especially as you grow older, you can, through disappointment, now we won't call it disappointment, we'll call it something else, but essentially it's disappointment that has eroded our trust in God and ends up us feeling slightly cynical 
and slightly been there, done that, got the T-shirt kind of thing, you know. And and I think our 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 caution and our encouragement to ourselves and to you guys is be like just be aware of that little hint of almost contempt towards the Lord, towards the prophetic, towards his promises that the prayers that you prayed for so long and that didn't happen as you wanted to see it happen um, and you stop praying them and that the Lord wants to answer them. And so I think for me, like I, I want to even just uh, declare over you guys tonight that the prayer that you have prayed, the words that you have asked God for, the prayers you stop praying, that he will come and sweep in like a flood and answer for you, whether that's your physical health. If any of you need physical healing in your mind, body, spirit, I, I pray right now, it's actually the rain has just started out here. And I'm all about like, oh, that's interesting. The pouring out of the Lord onto you right now. The pouring out of his spirit to where you need it, to where those prayers have been. May he answer those prayers. May he answer the cry of your hearts. May the disappointment be dismantled. May he dismantle disappointment in your heart and in your spirit. May he set on fire again the hunger that was there for his love, for his presence, for his face. May you fix your face again and may you fix your gaze upon the king of all glory. You know, that, that psalm that said some trust in horses and some trust in chariots, but we trust in the Lord. And so I pray wherever you guys find yourselves that you will, the Lord will answer the prayers you've stopped praying, that he is coming to answer the prayers you stopped praying and that he would pour himself out and that any, anything that is holding you or is a, a blockage to that blessing would be dismantled in the name of Jesus and by the blood of Jesus, I just declare healing over you guys tonight. So I'm just mm. reading this scripture. Mm -hmm. Yes. So again, this is from the Elijah mm -hmm. piece, which is the, the yes. rain piece, you know, mm -hmm. and this was after the, the confrontation. And Elijah said to Ahab, go eat and drink for there is the sound of heavy rain. Mm -hmm. I I just I just again I want to just stand in agreement with each one of you here mm -hmm. because um, there has been a season of drought yes. that is uh, ending. I believe I think mm -hmm. that even here in California for the for the first time and I don't know how long we're actually not in a drought and I do believe it's one hundred percent prophetic and I think it has mm -hmm. cleared away a bunch of stuff that has been lying dormant in the land, lying dormant in the ground. Mm -hmm. um, and it's actually, there's stuff, there's promises that have, that have been spoken, promises, that have, seeds that have been planted in your life. And this is actually a season for them to come. But there is a sound. Mm -hmm. 
that's so good. Come on. Yes. Yeah, there is a sign of heavy rain. Yes. Um, and 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 it, it is that bit that the rain, the you know, the rain was stopped by the man of God, you know, mm-hmm. and it actually then he he, you know, he said it wouldn't rain until he spoke again. And, and it, it is that picture of, not the picture, it's actually the story of, you know, go out, check, check as a cloud, check as a mm-hmm. cloud, and then seeing the cloud, mm-hmm. the size of a man's hand, and all that there is within that, like not despising the small things that are coming, yeah. through, you know, actually nurturing and tending these beginning openings of prophecy. But I, I just want to declare mm-hmm. that the season of drought has ended. Come on. Yes. Season of drought over your life, the season of dryness, the season of praying for things, the season of mm-hmm. feeling like you're banging your head off a brick wall and mm-hmm. saying nothing, where you're sowing and not harvesting, that that season mm-hmm. is done. Mm-hmm. And that you're moving into a season of green grass and the drought being broken, possibly for the first time in decades. Mm. I love that. The green, green grass of home. home. (laughs) All right, people, core contenders, jump on. You should have the link. It's on our private Facebook page. Um, I think it's pinned up there in our Mm. Facebook page, but jump on and we'll see the rest of you next Next week. week. We're still here next week. Yes. If the Lord hasn't come, just joking. DV. Yes. We'll see you next week. DV. That's what your dad used to say all the time. My daddy always said that. DV. DV. What do you say? DV. Which means. So you're going to the beach tomorrow. He would say DV. <laughs> he would always. He wasn't even Christian. He wouldn't say he was a Christian, but he always made me say DV. <laughs> Never take for granted. Not superstitious. At all. <laughs> Protect your. Not Be thankful right in the moment. <laughs> I'm going to take all the it's, good lessons. For those that don't know what DV is, it's Latin for God, God, God willing. willing. <laughs> or as you know, Muslims would say, inshallah. Well, anyway. we're not about what Muslims would say. You're right. <laughs> all right. We love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. And may you Dios be blessed. Be New season. Come yes. on. Season of heavy rain. There is a sign of heavy rain. Sign of heavy rain. Come on. Take care.